You're listening to Her Path to Success, a podcast to empower women to pursue a career that aligns with their passions and core values. We encourage women to show up, take actions, and thrive in their own ways. If you're looking to get inspired and expand your mind, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Her Path to Success. I'm your host, Peggy Wu. Today, my guest is Courtney To, the co-founder and CEO of Nori, an innovative new steam iron, removing the hassle traditionally associated with ironing. She came up with the idea for the Nori Press, which is loosely based on a hair straightener when she was living in a cramped apartment in New York City. She wanted to look her best, but didn't have room to set up an ironing board or deal with a steamer. So she had to improvise, and that meant getting wrinkles out of her clothes with a straightening iron meant for hair. That spirit of innovation and determination to make things work has served her well on the path of entrepreneurship. As she explains in this episode, there are so many challenges, especially when you start a company during a pandemic. She shares what drives her, how she managed her risks with her risk-averse personality, and she gives some advice for others who are interested in becoming entrepreneurs too. So let's take a listen and welcome Courtney Toe. Hello, my name is Courtney Toll. I'm originally from Wilton, Connecticut. I now live in New York and I am the co-founder and CEO of Nori. Hi, Courtney. It's so good to have you here. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast, so bear with me, but I couldn't be more excited to talk about my experience. Oh, you'll be fine. So I'm going to start with this one. So what is Nori? And how did you come up with that name? So tell us about Nori. Yeah, absolutely. Well, kind of a funny story. Um, It kind of begins with a personal issue. So I was just starting my personal career, really eager to make a strong wrinkle-free first impression, and I was living in this tiny, cramped New York apartment. And I would wake up every morning with a wrinkled garment or a wrinkled blouse, and I didn't have the space in my apartment for an ironing board, the time to deal with this inefficient, leaky steamer my mom got me from Bed Bath & Beyond, or really the funds to support reoccurring dry cleaning bills. So I would actually wake up in the morning and iron my clothes with a hair straightener. And it wasn't until I actually minored in entrepreneurship at Wake Forest University that I jotted this idea down in an idea log for an elongated hair straightener that would actually be built to iron your clothes. Um, And it actually kind of then was uh, fostered a bit more in the context of this class. And we had to come up with a name for it. And believe it or not, my initial name was the very unglamorous stand and straighten. (laughs) And uh, just out of kind of sheer frustration, my co-founder, now co-founder Annabelle uh, said, well, what's iron spelled backwards? And we said Nori. And it really stuck. And it wasn't until about two years later that we actually decided to pursue it as a business. uh, But the name remained constant. That is such a cute story. So Courtney, what is Nori like today? 
Yeah, so Nori is a far cry from the DIY hack that I did in my apartment every single day. It is now uh, kind of what we like to think of as this revolutionary handheld steam iron, loosely based on the technology of a hair straightener. It does have two elongated arms that help you reach across your garment, two heated plates so you can iron the front and back of your garment simultaneously, six fabric-specific heat settings that allow you to press any type of garment, and the optional use of steam. We are patent pending across utility and design, and the entire form factor has been completely inspired by consumer need. So when did your co-founder get involved? Yeah, so like I said, this was something that we kind of fostered as like a very early idea in, in the context of our school or university at Wake Forest. Um, but I then was kind of working in a, in a job that I accepted post-grad and was feeling a little bit stagnant. And I knew that this was something that had gotten a little bit of early traction or interest in the context of our Wake Forest community. So I kind of started to work on it on the side. And because I am fairly risk averse, I thought about ways I could kind of de-risk this and ended up raising some money, um, deciding to pursue this full time to at least get it to just the next viable stage. So I left my job in September of 2019, kind of got us to this working prototype, um, almost to a stage where we could raise more money. And Annabelle, who had very different skill set than mine, ended up joining me in April of 2020. So I want to ask you this question, April of 2020, <laughs> that was when the pandemic started. Yes, exactly. So what was that process like starting Nori during the pandemic? Well, you can imagine um, as a risk averse individual that to have gone through these steps to try and de-risk it and then have a totally unforeseen pandemic really question the relevance altogether of a handheld iron that accommodates the wear of um, kind of formal garments is really quite scary for a first-time founder. Um, and even more so that we were just about out of money and in order to get uh, to launch, we're going to have to raise more capital. So Annabelle joined me in April 2020 and that was great to have a partner next to me, but that didn't make this really any less scary. And we just kind of put our heads down and moved forward and looked towards a future where COVID was not an everyday reality. We did see repeated delays uh, within this kind of COVID landscape. We saw that uh, certain key parts of the actual iron uh, were being sold out, were being bought out by large conglomerates like Microsoft. So it was slowing down our, our uh, supply chain. We also saw kind of increased lead times just for shipping and for freight. And then really difficult was raising money. <laughs> and I had this slide in my pitch deck called the ironing board in the room. And it was what no one really wanted to discuss. But the fact that here I am saying that this is the iron of the future, and we were all living in our sweatpants. So I kind of would walk them through what um, the world would look like as we were really feeling an immense amount of cabin fever and all of a sudden the vaccine could be widespread and people would want to dress up again. And really the relevance of Nori would be um, even more so in a post-pandemic 2021. And I have to say that we are incredibly blessed that that very much did become the reality. I believe at the time of the presentation, people were already feeling a bit antsy. People want to get out. And I mean, look at what's happening now. Everybody's out and about. And the retail business are just soaring, right? Um, so Nori, 
comes in at this perfect timing when everybody's ready to get dressed up again and go out and have some fun or go back to work. Exactly. So it turned out to be a perfect timing thing. <laughs> well, I do think there's certain things when we say this is completely attributed to hard work and this is attributed to luck. And I can't take any credit for solving the pandemic. I really do think that we just got lucky. There was actually delays that, that pushed our launch a little bit further, but launching in May of 2021, the end of May, 2021, that was really kind of during the height of vaccinations. And when um, New York especially was starting to discuss what reopening would look like. So I do think, you know, this really followed an opportune, opportunistic time. And I think that our press support across a number of different outlets has really been a result of this opportunistic uh, launch period. So I want to ask you this, what has been hard in launching your business? Yeah, well, there's probably a laundry list of things that I could call attention to. But I do think that something that's really unique to the process of launching Nori is trying to operate or get a product off the ground specifically within the hardware industry. Um, you only have to listen to you know, podcasts with the founder of Ring or Peloton um, or Apple Watch to know that there's just these immense amount of hoops that you have to jump through. First, you have to create a product with a lot of uh, electronics. And really, as a 24-year-old female, I interviewed over 19-plus design firms. And it wasn't like I was interviewing them. It was really more they were interviewing me. And that was something that I was acutely aware of. So I would walk into every meeting feeling as prepared as possible and spending 20 plus minutes, you know, just in my car before even walking my walking in, trying to hype myself up and say, make a case for yourself, show confidence and make them want to work with you. And eventually the group that we did go with, they took a little bit of convincing, but I do think that they felt like they were taking a bet on me and my passion for this project. And I do think that moving forward then, I was able to be really closely involved in the design and engineering process and push the boundaries of what maybe someone that comes from a hardware experience might have uh, said okay to. So they would say, no, we can't do that. Or this isn't going to work. This isn't how it's done in the hardware industry. And that wasn't something that I was aware of. So I would say, well, this is what consumers want. What can we do instead? And what I think is the result is a premier product that really meets the needs of consumers, something that a lot of our competitors from the space, I think, fail to do. All of that is to say it was a really hard process and four plus prototypes, 100,000 plus regulatory tests. It really was a labor of love, but I'm proud of the product that we've introduced to the market. Courtney, you mentioned earlier that you don't like risk. And you try very hard to minimize, right. right? To minimize risk. So I want to ask you, when you hear these feedback, right? Learning more about the hardware industry, how do you stay focused when things feel challenging or when things feel very risky? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think it, it very much kind of depends on maybe the circumstance, but by and large, I find that I'm very driven by people. And one of the things that I did to de-risk this was I sat down with a lot of people. So family and friends, other founders, individuals in the hardware space. And I tried to have as many people 
give buy-in to this product as possible. And so not only from an investment standpoint, but just through a networking standpoint. So spending time with me and what I would say is in the most difficult times of Nori or times when I thought this product's never even going to come to fruition. Um, it was the people that kind of pushed me forward. I felt an immense amount of responsibility to get it to a certain point in order to have Annabelle come join me full time. Um, I had some family and friends invest and I knew that I was going to have to answer to them. And more than anything, I just wanted to make them proud and make them happy of me. And I also think that I have immense amount of pride in myself. Um, really in that I just don't want to let myself down having made this risk. And sure there's factors out of my control. I mean, we saw a pandemic, but, uh, there are things I can control and that's effort and attitude. And I was determined to really put my head down and just kind of fight through those challenges to make the people around me and myself happy and proud and fulfilled. Sounds to me that you have a great support system and they helped by pushing you forward when things get hard. Yeah, absolutely. And Working with a best friend has its pluses and minuses, but by and large, there's no one I would rather do this than my co-founder, Annabelle, and we hold each other accountable, but I also think that we work twice as hard to make each other proud of each other, and that's a really um, immense privilege to have out of a co-founder. And on top of that, yes, we have family and friends invest, but we've also had third-party investors take a chance on me, and uh, they are now considered friends and really family in a sort, and so... Uh, I consider them part of the support system and in supporting me, I, I want to support them back with really uh, great results. <laughs> yeah. So Courtney, a lot of people want to start a business or change their careers to do something they love, but the fear of risk holds them back. So based on your own experience and if you were to give them advice, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would think about uh, entrepreneurship not as a finished product or a result. So when I think about my entrepreneurial path, it was not, I'm going to launch the Nori Press. It was, what is the very next step I can take to get close to that? And so for me, that took form in a lot of calls and a lot of meetings to kind of just talk it out and try and flush out what this could be. So in terms of looking at this as a risk, think about really actionable ways that you can de-risk it. And so whether that's raising a small amount of money to allow yourself to pay yourself a small salary or get an office space, whatever that might look like, I think it's worth trying to get something as far as you possibly can while you still feel like you're in a safe zone. So, I mean, I worked on this really diligently for six months, probably longer kind of on the side, but diligently for six months before I ever left my job. And it was really almost at a breaking point where I felt like I just couldn't balance the two anymore that I decided to step away. And by that point, I had already raised $300,000, knew I could pay myself a small salary and knew exactly what the next steps were going to look like on my first day at the job. So I would definitely recommend uh, if you're risk averse like me, if you're not, bravo, go for it. But if you are risk averse like me, thinking about what are the actionable steps to get this as far as humanly possible before I really associate this with risk. Love it. I love what you said about taking small action a little bit at a time so you don't feel overwhelmed 
and or you don't have to take a lot of risks at once. Mm-hmm. Good. Exactly. What was that last day at your full time job like, and what were you feeling when you left the office that day? Yeah, well, I think it's really easy, especially when you're young and have kind of made transitions like every three to four years. So you know, you did school and then another school and then another school and then you went to college. So you're used to transitions, and I think that can make a lot of kind of Gen Z and millennial individuals always think that the grass is greener. And so I will say that I've definitely fell subject to that type of thinking where when I felt frustration in my day job, I would think, oh my gosh, well, when I do Nori, it's just going to be the best thing. And I will say that on that last day of work, um, I felt quite scared and it was really bittersweet. I had spent so much time thinking about what my life would look like once I had quit and being so excited for that. And not to say that I wasn't excited, but I do think that I was kind of desperately holding on to that uh, sense of stability that a, a nine to six job provided. So it was definitely a bittersweet day. Um, I loved the people that I worked with. I got really close with coworkers and I was entering a space where coworkers were no longer. But I do also remember walking out and thinking, maybe one day I will look back at this and think, thank God I did this. This was the most defining moment of my life when I decided to pursue Nori. And at the very least, maybe it will just be a really great story. So (laughs) that was kind of how I rationalized it in my head. And uh, the work began on Monday. Yeah, love it. Thank you for sharing that. So my last question to you is, what's your definition of success? And I do want you to talk about two parts. One is, what's your definition of success for Nori Press? The other one is your personal success. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you almost separated it in that way because success, I think, is an ever-changing construct for both myself and my co-founder, Annabelle. We often say that is what is one day's success is the next day's failure. And what I mean by that is, we're constantly defining success as kind of this next milestone. So, you know, sell out of units or get this investor or raise this amount of money. And as soon as that milestone is ticked, it's on to the next milestone. So I don't know if there will ever be a point in time where I will just sit there confidently and say, Nori was a huge success or I was a huge success. I definitely don't feel that right now. Um, And I'm not sure I ever will. And I'm not sure I ever really want to, because I think what's so exciting about entrepreneurship, something that I've come to love and sometimes hate is that uh, there's just a challenge constantly with this. And there's always more to be done. There's always something else you can do to get your company to the next level. Um, And then when I think about success on a personal level, I think about it more as sort of a sense of fulfillment, because again, I don't know that there's ever going to be a part or a moment when I say, you know, I'm really successful, but I do know that I can feel fulfilled. And that really boils down to an everyday feeling of knowing that I am controlling my attitude and my effort of what I'm putting into the business. And if I can leave the day feeling like I did everything in my power to make Nori better that day, then I feel fulfilled and I guess in a way successful, um, even though I, I might separate those two. So where can we find out more about Nori? 
Yes, absolutely. Great question. So you can <laughs> visit our website at www.nori.co, not.com, .co, and we're sold 100% direct to consumer right now. You can also follow us on Instagram at, at meetnori, so M-E-E-T-N-O-R-I. Good. Thank you so much for being here. I learned so much from you, and I love that you decided to take that risk and do something you love. And well, I, I applaud you for that. Oh, thank you. Well, I appreciate you saying that. It's been um, quite a journey. And more than anything, it's just such a privilege. I know that um, I'm incredibly lucky to be able to pursue this and to have someone next to me that's doing it with me that I love to spend time with. And I hope that this is uh, just the beginning for Nori. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. was Courtney Tove. I love her story and how openly she's shared her insights with us. It just goes to show that with enough drive, determination, and patience, it's possible to accomplish so much. There's something that Courtney said about personal success I admire so much. She said, there are things we can control. That's effort and attitude. To her, if she knows she put in her best and feel fulfilled, then she considers that as success. So this makes me think, right? We often get so worried about or live in fear of the unknown, maybe even become obsessed over things we can't control. Instead of wasting our energy worrying about uncertainty, how about we focus on what we can control and do our best to make each day feel fulfilling and worthwhile? So I want to ask all of my listeners this question today. What makes you feel fulfilled? Think about it and write it down. Then come up with a few things you can do to either pursue or retain that fulfillment. Feel free to share with me and I would love to hear from you. If you are returning to the office or beginning to dress up again, I encourage you to try the company's premier product, the Nori Press, sold exclusively on their website, which is again, www.nori.co. Nori is spelled N-O-R-I. I'll leave all the information in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode or the show, please help me spread the word and subscribe and follow. Also connect with me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you think of the episode. If you have any career-related questions, whether it's about getting a new job or starting a business, I mentioned this so many times, I know, but remember you can ask me those questions and I can help you find answers or talk about it on the show. And if you wanna reach me, take a look at the info in the show notes section. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you love from my heart. Until next time. Her Path to Success is here to remind you, define success your way, not based on what someone else is doing or what others expect of you. Remember that you are worthy and you have what it takes to succeed.